everyone, welcome to Mabuhay Maxima. This is MR, your host. And today, we will be talking about hypnotherapy. Yeah. With me is a certified conversational hypnotherapist. He is also a certified neuro-linguistic programming trainer. So, with his job, he has been helping people who wants to stop smoking, who, has, who are undergoing depression, who's, going, uh, who's undergoing anxiety, those who are heartbroken, and all of those things that has been boggling our mind. He's been doing it since 2012. And with me is Mr. Jason Pensepe. Hi, Sir Jason. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. Thank you for, for it. <laughs> uh, awesome. How are you this quarantine season? May nabago ba sa usual lifestyle? Uh, same, same pa rin naman. Although nawala na yung mga usual mga work, mga seminars and corporate trainings kasi it's, it's, on, it's on live and, and it's all, everything's online. So uh, mas babad sa mga webinars. <laughs> mga, uh, lahat ng client, it's all on, online Ah, yeah. So, parang, parang, ano to? What do you call this? No rest for the wicked. But I'm sure you're not wicked, di ba? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you are doing hypnotherapy full-time, yes? Full-time. So, I've been doing it for 12 years now. And professionally, I've been doing it for 8 years. Uh, I started uh, my own clinic back in 2012. Uh, siguro, I could give a... Uh, 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 example or how I got started because okay. way back 2000 actually way back 2008 or, or before that uh, it yung story ko it's it's not very motivational in a sense because uh, way back in college I drank a lot <laughs> and there was a time that uh, I passed out and, and there was a time that I have an out-of-body experience because of being so drunk and and that got me really interested with my psychic psychic third eye mga uh, out of body astral travel and all those things so that's the reason why i've delved deep into mga meditation that's also the reason why i'm 10 years vegetarian now and uh, that's also the reason why I, I got into hypnosis because i read an article that you can open third eye using hypnosis so that got me really curious and because I was supposed to take up medicine, talaga. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to take up psychiatry. Although, uh, medyo napaisip lang ako kung yun sa cost ng, ng medicine. Eh. So, yun, that's the reason why I didn't pursue it. Mm-hmm. So, with hypnosis, I kinda, it kind of sparked my interest with psychology and the mind. So, 2008, there isn't anyone that's teaching hypnosis here in the Philippines. So, what I did was I bought a lot of books, bought a lot of DVDs. I didn't have a mentor. So, uh, good thing then, I have a good friend who's one of the top network marketing leaders in the Philippines. So, he has a lot of people under him that I could practice on, I could work on. So, I, I literally practice talaga. It's just uh, try and error. I, I do some things and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. If it doesn't, I'll go back to the books. I'll hit the books. I'll enroll to other webinars, seminars, online, pot DVDs, then how would I apply it in the Filipino setting? Because there's other people who aren't able to understand uh, English. So, and, and everything's it's in English. So how could I apply it in the Filipino setting? And I got really good. After at least 100 people that I've hypnotized, I got really good. And I put up my own, actually put up a, a community here in the Philippines. And it grew bigger uh, to the point that it's 2,000 members. Then we went to 
we got a trainer from Germany to come here to certify us. But uh, before that, I was able to uh, be really good at hypnosis. So, yun, it's it's really <laughs> trial and error in, in a sense. Pero, grabe, so everything that you know right now is at the beginning was all self-taught. Yeah, yeah. Most of it. Most of it is self-taught. Although, you have mentors virtually. <laughs> pero, yung, yung physical mentor, it's it's not, hindi talaga. It's, it's really more of me experimenting and it's really me trying things out. And then, maybe that's how I work. Kasi, uh, if someone would tell me that this this is the way to do it, I wouldn't believe it unless I try. <laughs> unless I do it. So, <laughs> that's that's how that's how I learn things then. As in, you build yourself from the ground up. So, incredible. Ah, yes. I'm really, really happy. And, and from, from books and DVDs to your own <laughs> clinic, and years later, I'm going. And uh, when I was starting out, actually, uh, 90% of my clients are foreigners. Because oh. uh, in the US, in the UK, and in Australia, they have a, a separate board exam. They have a separate license for you to become a hypnotherapist. And it's very prevalent there uh, that hypnosis is actually included in their health card as uh, insurance. So that's the reason why uh, hypnosis is, is it's common in, in other countries. But here in the Philippines, uh, it's not that common because there's stigma that hypnosis, it's budul-budul. Uh, <laughs> so, so yon and uh, yon eh, basically I, I've dealt with a lot of people and and people kasi who go to a hypnotherapist wouldn't go to a hypnotherapist first so most of the time they've been mm-hmm. to a psychologist or a psychiatrist and most of the time uh, we are their last hope <laughs> or most because uh, a lot of our clients it's uh, uh, they've been taking up medications or they don't want to take medications or sometimes I get weird clients. So that that makes it fun. Wow. Okay. Um, one, you mentioned earlier that yeah. you got interested in everything uh, about <laughs> hypnosis when you started with the new, uh, what they call this, the third eye and yung mm-hmm. I mean, that. Well, common Filipino perception, pag sinabing third eye, nakakita ka ng multo. Is it? The one that you're talking about or Iba? Yeah, yeah. And and what I found out was uh, way, way back then, I, I actually opened my third eye and and, and, and all those things. And uh, uh, in, in hypnosis, you can't really open the third eye. You could open, a, uh, let's say it's le- level one. So wherein you could only see auras. And what tends to happen is after after the trance or hypnosis, they go back to normal. <laughs> so, so you you won't be able to see ghosts in, in using hypnosis. Maybe not in, in the initial <laughs> sessions, but I haven't tried yung really conditioning someone for months <laughs> to, to do third eye. But uh, I don't see it as something that's really useful in a sense. So uh, basically, we, we're I'm focused on the therapeutic aspect of it and the useful. Right, right. Interesting. Okay. But I don't do those things now. <laughs> I'm mo- mostly focused on uh, smoking, stop smoking, depression, anxiety, weight loss, and, mm-hmm. and phobias. How, can you give me an idea? How does hypnosis actually help 
you in your mental problems? Uh, I'll, 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 I'll give you uh, a background of hypnosis. <laughs> hypnosis kasi, basically, it's a scientific process. It's a part of psychotherapy. Those mm-hmm. people who think that it's a gift or it's a... <laughs> It's something that it's a talent. No, it's it's a skill that you could learn. Everyone could learn it. It's not something that's God given. Although you could improve your skill, and the more you do it, the better you get at it. So, hypnosis basically deals with the unconscious mind. Because we know that we we have two minds: the conscious mind, the one that's talking, and the unconscious mind, the one that's handling our breathing, our emotions, our habit, things that we can't control. Because mm-hmm. you can't say in five minutes I would be sad. No, it, it just happens. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yon yon, and and the unconscious mind basically, uh, in hypnosis, we you tend to either bypass the conscious mind to deal with the unconscious, yeah. or you overload the conscious so that it it wouldn't uh, it wouldn't interfere. Just like uh, just like kids, because kids, uh, especially mga three, four, five years old, they they don't have what they're very hypnotizable whatever you say to them they don't criticize if you say to the kid na you're you're ugly or you're beautiful they would accept it mm-hmm. without without questioning who are you to to tell me that uh-uh. so after they they got into or when they when they go to adulthood those things would would be implanted in their mind so and if they don't most of the time you don't question it or even if you question it it's implanted so it's in the unconscious mind so basically hypnosis tends to uh remove the conscious mind of the barriers that that are uh interfering with it and and give you make you more suggestible suggestible because in a sense you can't really control another person you can't really Uh, it's not mind control. Because if it's mind control, I should be the president of the Philippines or president of the world. So it's not. <laughs> so, so you're you're just making people be more suggestible to your suggestions, which are um, positive. So it would be easier for them to to get it, and and it would be uh, easier for it to accept it without them interfering. Because if you tell uh, an adult uh, that you're 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 smart. Some people would have a inner mind that would say, "No, I'm not smart. I feel this. I feel that." Oh. So, <laughs> so it's it's not uh, it's not going through. But in hypnosis, you kind of either overload the the critical mind or or you you put it aside or you you bypass it. Oh, I see. So that when you tell the person like you're smart, they'll be like, "Yeah, I am smart." Yeah. Yeah. But it still depends on mm-hmm. how deep uh, the programming was before. Oh, I see. If if it's yare, if it's six years old, four years old, that they're telling all throughout their life that bobo ako or I'm this, oh. I'm useless. It, it's it, it would be hard. <laughs> like factors could be trauma, upbringing, something like mm-hmm. that. If it's part of their personality, because it's really hard to mm-hmm. to uh, change it. What is is there a success rate for the bypassing of it? Are there times na ang hirap makapasok dun sa unconscious mind ng person? Uh, different people act differently. Eh. Pero in terms of success rate, it 
it's really dependent on how willing they are. And uh, in research, if a person that's basically if you're able to focus on something, mm-hmm. you're more hypnotizable. Kanyara, if you, you could spend two hours reading a book, then you're, you're highly suggestible. So, yun, uh, if, if you could hold your attention, that's, that's a big part of it. Is that why in TV, like, may pinapana sa lang clock na look at this and this only? Those are actually, uh, those are 1950s style of hypnosis. The problem with it, it's, it takes a long time and it's not that, uh, that eff- as effective as other methods. So mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of medyo outdated ng method yun. Although it's still used uh, in TV because it's dramatic mm-hmm. and there's, there's a visual aspects of it. Kasi, yeah. kasi if you're just, uh, if I would just tell the person, look at me in the eye and, and, and talk to them and uh, it, it's not that dramatic as having someone look at the pendulum. <laughs> Ah, true. Now you mentioned it takes a long time. How long usually do you need to get into the subconscious of a person? Uh, it actually, if if you're using the pendulum, it would take you at least fifteen to thirty minutes. But there's other methods that you could do that's you could get to the unconscious mind in less than sixty seconds. So there there's other method. It, it's called that. Uh, rapid induction so you rapid could induction. induce hypnosis faster so wow. is that the kind that you use at your clinic uh sometimes sometimes and sometimes not it's the good thing about about me is i'd like to figure out uh i'd like to talk to the person first because mm-hmm. some methods work best to some type of person and some methods doesn't work that much to other people just like uh, if a person is very dominant and very like, like type A, they want things fast. Yeah. And if you were to do things that's really slow, it, it, it may take time for them or it, they might not be able to process it as fully mm-hmm. as you want it to be. So, but there are some people that's very passive. And if you're going to be very dominant to that person, they, they wouldn't accept it. So it's, it, it really depends on the person. So every hypnosis, basically, it's tailor-made for them. That's nice. That's really great. So po, if like, I book a session with you, it's really pang akin lang. That's really good. Yeah. Now, you mentioned a while ago na the stigma of mm-hmm. hypnosis na para siyang budol-budol. Yeah. How did you, how did you experience that kind of stigma? Uh, basically, uh, it's, it's just it's just public perception because uh, I've been actually I've been interviewed in, in a lot of TV networks where in a, as a resource speaker on Budol Budol and uh, yon uh, and then it's Budol Budol because it's basically con artistry so they people who who does it are not really hypnotists and it's just that they know how to trick people. Just like, kanyari, ito, this type of person, you know that this is gullible. Or you're, you're walking, you're, you're looking at the street. You, you could do it. Actually, it's, it's hard to do it now. But uh, you, you could go to a mall and look at people that are not there. 
not there mentally. They're there physically, but not there mentally. Maybe they're on their phone. Maybe they're they're listening to headset. Maybe they're uh, they're basically they're not there. And it's uh-huh. easy for for them to be hypnotized in a sense because uh, they're not consciously there. And and people, especially us Filipinos, we're not used to being approached by strangers. Yeah. So if a stranger approach us and most of the time the stranger or, or the con artist it's a that it's an old female or someone that has a kid so it's not very threatening so we're, our defenses are down oh, yeah. so uh there and and they ask you to to either because they they would get your unconscious mind by sparking your emotions either they would uh, make you feel pity on them by by with them by them approaching you and, and telling you that they just need to go home in, in their oh. province or there so yeah you get you get compassionate to them and you're not thinking logically oh. that, uh, you're not thinking is this really true or is this uh is this real <laughs> and oh, you know yeah. those things because you're 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 basically you're pitting that person so you're not thinking straight so the unconscious mind basically the unconscious it's the emotional mind so each time that you're emotional you're actually uh, unconscious so so there so you, you give money if, if you're compassionate if you're feeling compassion or sometimes they would uh, give you or spark your greed by making you feel really greedy with with the concept of budol budol, which which uh, roots for from the word bundol bundol, which uh, because because the origin of the budol budol was they would someone would approach you with a bag of money and the money would be on bundol or in bundles, then the first first money looks real, maybe means uh-huh. one hundred. That's there's a uh, looks like a hundred. Then when you open it. Papakita lang sa and and they would close it and they would say, uh, "Could you take care of this bag? Because uh-huh. I really need to go. But before I I let you this, madaming pera to. Can I get your wallet or can I get your cell phone just to make sure that you won't you won't get away with it or you won't uh, hindi mo tataka, so you won't steal this bag. So they would get your money. They would that's the origin. They would get your money. They would get your wallet, your phone, and and they would go. And when you you thinking that you're getting the bigger end of the, the stick, so so because there's a huge chunk of money here, and then when you open it, or after a long while, because he does not uh, come back, <laughs> so you, you get impatient. So you you'd open the bag and then see the bag is just full of paper. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's how uh, they trick you, <laughs> and and the thing is. Because your trick, the mind has a, a very, ha, uh, has a defense mechanism. So sometimes you won't, because it's a very traumatic experience, mm-hmm. some people has uh, experiences uh, basically kind of an amnesia because they feel that they don't know what happened. Or things yeah, are, are really fast, they feel that they don't know what happened. So they feel that it's mind control or <laughs> something happened to them. Mm-hmm. But in, in reality, it's just their defense mechanism. And it's okay because that keeps you sane. 
basically. Mm. Because if you were to remember it and repeat it all, all throughout your day and then for years, it would it would hurt your mind, yeah. mental health. So it's a defense mechanism. So yun. Pero it's not basically, it's not hypnosis in a sense. Yeah. It's not therapeutic. And, and there, I, I don't, usually it just sparks your emotions. That's why it works. Wow. Oh. So each time, basically, each time you're you're feeling emotions, you're in hypnosis. That's why when you're in love, you do things that you're not supposed to do. Or when you're angry, you say things that you're not, uh, you don't mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. So, will hypnotherapy help you control your emotions, not just like, of, um, tap into it? Uh, depends. Uh, hypnotherapy could, some some of it could control it, but most of the time, uh, you, you don't really want to control something because just like anger, if you were to control anger, it, uh, it would, after years or after weeks, it, it would be bigger and bigger and then oh, it would right, burst. Right. So what, what you'd like to do is learn from, from it and, and try to figure out why it's happening and then what could you learn from it? Because the, the end goal, it's basically if, if it's not affecting you anymore, it, it wouldn't, because you've learned something from it, it wouldn't affect you. True, true. I see. Okay. No. Question, now you mentioned that you used to have a lot of foreign um, clients. When Before. did the local ones started coming? Uh, after I've dealt with a few clients of mine that's Filipino. So, uh, they're, I don't know, uh, stop smoking. Uh, I, I've dealt with, with their father who's smoking and I was able to help young father. And the father referred me to his son, to his daughter, to his wife, to his, uh, uh, what, what do you call it? Bayao and, and all those things. And, <laughs> Uh, there's also time wherein I, I've dealt with someone who's at, who has a heart, uh, who's heartbroken, and <clears throat> because yeah, she was really depressed by by that, and and it affect it actually affects the the whole office. And after actually just one session, she will she she turned basically 180 degrees, wow. and then people people around her were, were stupefied. How did it happen? So they asked how how. <laughs> where they went to so they i got referred to it so most of it it's word of mouth and uh also people people find me on google because if you search hypnosis philippines uh because i'm, I'm one of the few first few people that, that propagate uh, hypnosis and uh you you could search you could look <laughs> you could search me if you type hypnosis philippines so there wow okay and so you also mentioned that you've had weird clients. Mm-hmm. Can you share some stories or not allowed? Yeah, is it is it R eighteen? <laughs> because <laughs> um, because there's uh, some some clients or uh, there's a there's a PG uh, client of mine. Uh, let's make parental guidance. <laughs> yeah, a wholesome. Yeah, a wholesome <laughs> client of mine. Uh, we're in. Uh, their their boyfriend and girlfriend and 
the girlfriend is really paranoid and and the boyfriend is uh basically he, he he's well, parang he's tired of it so okay. uh they come in because uh the girlfriend wants uh, me to hypnotize the boyfriend to tell the truth oh <laughs> because uh, the girlfriend is really paranoid so uh and and the boyfriend accepts basically he he, he goes with the process so uh i put him in trance i, I make sure that uh he's really deep in trance uh, i believe I, i made him like uh hypnoanesthesia where in the uh, the hand is uh, or the arm is uh numb so he was able to pinch his arm and, and not feel anything so uh he's really deep in trance so uh then what we did was and it's it could be done because the the boyfriend accepts so uh what we did was uh after he's deep in trance the, the girlfriend asked who would you talk to last time who did you talk who were you texting months ago who, who did you see on tagaytay who did you see on bago who did you see on this so there's a lot it, it took uh, actually it took at least 30 minutes just asking who are these people who are these people what happened to this what happened to that and uh, there uh, most of it are, are, are not true so and the thing is after the last question of, of actually the girlfriend was do you love me Okay. And then the boyfriend actually told uh, told her, "I love myself." Oh, so, <laughs> there, there, they, they actually broke up, and uh, at least he was telling the truth because yeah. because the the boyfriend was not really expressing himself. <laughs> so, so yeah, these are these are some of the weird plans. I guess. So, um, after this interview, I'm gonna call my BB. <laughs> Word of caution, maybe you you would know something that you don't want to know, but you can change at least. Better to know now than later. But people change. <laughs> people change. Um, a client, how have you had like clients of people that you already know like friends family how is uh, it dealing with, with those clients if they're basically if they're ready and if they really want to but uh, most of the time i would just say this is this is what i could offer now so and uh yeah because if you're dealing with your your family or with your closest friends there's there's basically Uh, a status quo there's there's roles that you won't see this person as this person so yeah. you you would see this person as, as something silly so whatever let's say your brother or your, your sister so whatever thing that they've achieved you'd see them as a silly brother or silly sister so it's it's not really they're their status quo so it's best to refer them to other colleagues Because I do imagine it would be awkward, especially after. Not really, but uh, as long as you still maintain person uh, professionalism, and uh, as long as you still, I have friends of mine that I've dealt with, and uh, uh, the thing is, you you have to be ethical on it, and you don't tell whatever happened in the session for it. Right, right. That's so. True. so uh, 
what happens in the office stays in the office. Yeah. yeah. Now, you mentioned that you focus on um, pe- people who want to stop smoking, depression, anxiety. Why do you choose those kinds, those kinds of people? Uh, actually, they chose me. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I think so, so, um, there's no like specialty for hypnotherapy. Oh. Whoever usually comes in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, But, uh, so I, I don't deal that much with kids and uh, I could deal with suicidal clients but not th- that many suicidal clients because uh, there would be times when you have four suicidal clients waking you up at 2am, 3am <laughs> telling them that they, they've killed themselves so it, it really takes a toll on your time and in your energy so I, I don't take that much although i could take it but not that much maybe one one in a month but uh, not two or three because i've experienced those things wow. and then you can't you can't drop the call because oh, yeah. they're, it's, uh, they're gonna kill themselves so you know. Dang. I, i i feel like it's a really big responsibility mm-hmm. okay. um Does it not take a toll on you personally, like hearing everyone's problems, their situations? Uh, not really, because in a sense, I'm uh, I meditate, and in a sense, you're not basically solving the problem for them. It's you're just guiding them to solve their problems for themselves. So right, yeah. it's basically most of the time we all know the answer. It's just that we don't want the answer. <laughs> Ah, or yeah. or our thoughts are not uh, that organized. So yeah. you're not, basically you're not, although there's some people that would really affect you because uh, you really want to help this type of person. That's also the reason why some some of my session took two hours, three hours. The, the longest that I've done was almost six hours. Whoa. <laughs> I'm dealing with a client because I really want to help this person. Yeah, yeah. So it took me that long. <laughs> wow, six hours. For Did... just one client. <laughs> okay. um, are you, can you see the whole gist of the six-hour session? What was going on? Uh, yeah, she, the, the person is actually... Uh, he he actually has a mental condition. Yeah, mm-hmm. is schizophrenic and, and paranoid, and uh, everything he feels that everyone is against him. So it really takes a long time to to get rapport, to get uh, to to have him open up because he feels that everything that he would say would be used against him. Yeah. So so there there. Oh, wow. So during like the whole six hours, like you do, you interview the person first, then you start with the hypnotherapy. Yeah, it's not the typical. Most of the time, uh, a session would last an hour or two. Uh, mm-hmm. Maximum would be two. The the two would be two hours would most of the time in the first session because uh, if you have depression or anxiety, you just talking about your problem would take you an hour or so. To, to talk about because there's a lot of problems so uh, and I wouldn't want to end the session with just you talking about your problem because it feels that you're paying money to have someone listen to you and, and 
something didn't nothing happened yeah so so i i tried to extend it to at least an hour and a half or two in the first session but uh on on the succeeding sessions usually would be 30 45 minutes one to one hour depends on on the client but uh on on the six hour uh he had the reason why why it took six hours because there's a lot of big problems that he is uh uh going on and i have the time there <laughs> wow well i hope he's okay now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay now you said um what i know on your your on your history is that you are already certified as a hypnotherapist now you when you mentioned that you are self-taught how do you get certified uh when i started i actually I, i took up online certifications and uh then we we as i mentioned we we got a trainer from germany to come here also now i'm i'm planning to take up other certifications and other diploma courses so also i actually finish up my masters in psych, psychology so it's to to make it so that it's really uh scientific because some people think that it's not scientific so, yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, wow, so there's no end point to the learning process. Oh, wow, that's so new. With everything that happened to you since 2008 up to now, what is your biggest personal achievement as a hypnotherapist? Uh, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of achievement that I achieved, basically. Uh, it's, it's really helping really helping clients and, and really having their life change and, and for the better. Just like uh, I had a, a client once who has a, he's actually a U.S. Army and uh, he's been to Afghanistan, to Iraq, to other life-threatening places, but uh, uh, he, he was in, in South Korea and after uh, he went to church and after church, after going to the church, he collapsed because of the heat. And him living alone makes him become paranoid that what would happen if I go outside and I would collapse or what would happen if I'm driving I would collapse so what would happen if I'm riding a plane and I would collapse no one would help me he's a big guy a really big guy so uh, that made him be unable to go outside be unable to drive long drive be unable to go out of his city or go out of his comfort place so Uh, it really ruined his life and he has been battling it for for a year or two so i was uh, with me I, i talked to him and in in just actually in just two session and with really his help uh we were able to have him overcome his fear and now every time he goes out of of the country he would send me pictures that i have i've gone here because of you so there i really really changing people's lives so that's that's basically a big achievement after every session there's this life that you've changed for the good it must be must be really good for you yeah it it does not happen a lot because Mm -hmm. really it, it would really depend on the person and sometimes you would need uh a partner like a psychiatrist to give the person medications because sometimes it's uh they really need medications so it's just like people who have schizophrenia or 
having extreme delusions. So sometimes the medication is really effective. But mm-hmm. uh, if it's just trauma or if it if it comes from a trauma, hypnosis is is really effective in in my perspective. Are there instances wherein you feel bad because you were not able to achieve the goal for that person? But even if you mentioned that it's all on the person anyway. Yeah, yeah. There would be times when, siyempre, uh, you would feel somewhat attached to, to the person mm-hmm. just like uh, uh, dealing with kids because yeah. sometimes kids, uh, most of the time, actually, most of the time, uh, their problem doesn't really come from them. It, it comes from the environment, their parents, mm-hmm. their, their relatives because kids, kids, they don't have a, a good sense of self-image by themselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, most of the time, they would get it from from external factors. So and those external factors, sometimes you, you can't control it. Let's say you're, the parents of the kids are, are really the one that's causing it, or or uh, the the relatives of the kid that's that's causing it, and you can't deal with it because. Oh. Y- unless you, you go to the house and unless they're willing to change but uh, what would happen if, if the basically the relatives or the parents or or their personality are, are built like that so it's really uh, dysfunctional that's also the reason why I don't deal with with kids a lot because uh, I don't have uh, a kid yet that's old enough to, to be to have problems so so I, I don't feel that confident dealing with, with things because I, I don't basically I don't tell someone to do something that I haven't done before so yeah, yeah. so just like stop smoking I, I can't tell someone to if, if I'm still smoking and and I would be dealing with a person who's smoking I can't tell him to stop smoking if I can't do it myself right so, right right yeah. no I see no your whole life as a hypnotherapist, how has it changed you as a person? Uh, it changed me a lot. It was able to help me be good at my communication skills and be able to, basically, it, it gives me a tool to, to help other people. And it's, it's something that, that really still excites me. After 12 years, I'm still learning, I'm still studying, I'm still, uh, basically, it, it kind of makes you feel alive. It's like a habit, it's like a passion that wow. you're able to do. So, beyond that. Awesome. I'm really happy for you. Uh, what's the next step for Mr. Jason? Besides taking up your master's and getting another certification, what's the next goal for you? The next goal, basically, is uh, after taking up uh, diploma courses abroad because everything's online now, and I was thinking about it. And I would like also to extend to outside the Philippines. So that's, these are some of the plans that I'm something of brewing up. Outside the Philippines, you mean international clients? Yeah, oh. South, Southeast Asia. So, so there. Oh, I see. Wow. But 
you mentioned earlier that you started with international clients. Like those are like UK, US, Australia. Now you want to go Asia. Yeah, and and really go outside because I, I, the people that are I've dealt with were expats, so ah, they're living see. in the Philippines. So, so they're still here. Yeah, they're still here. So I, I was planning to uh, give talks abroad, give talks to go around the Southeast Asia. So there. Now, um, I assume with all the years you have handled a lot of clients. Is there really a fact? Um, is culture, race, uh, gender really a, fa- a factor in terms of how one person thinks? Yeah, yeah. Because if you're dealing with Western cultures, they really want you to tell them upfront what what's happening to them, and they would really appreciate if you're very upfront with them. Mm-hmm. But if you're dealing with with us Asian cultures, we're not used to being. Con- basically confronted yeah. with, with a lot of things. So you, you have to make it so that it's uh, it's easier for, for them to get it. Was it uh, an adjustment to learn all these things or uh, is it just an easy transition when you deal with different clients? How was it for you? Uh, there, there's basically highs and lows. There's times wherein you feel it's very easy where there's also times wherein you feel that it's very hard oh. and then that's that's the fun of it because <laughs> okay, like the, the harder it gets the, the better it gets that's also the reason why uh, the more complex the, the issue the better for me because oh, wow. I, I, no, I, I, I really really get that like so that it's not goofy it's not monotonous and like you're challenging mm-hmm. yourself to help this person mm-hmm. and I bet the feeling must be really 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 good when you're really able to help that person yeah and, and you'd be basically you'd be put on the zone wherein you're not thinking anymore and then it's just it's just you Wow, wow, oh my god. Oh, the actual practice of helping people solve their problems was really great. Nice. I, I'm happy that you're able to find this passion in life and that you're pursuing it full time. Now, what can you say to anyone out there who's interested, who suddenly realized that hypnotherapy is not boodle boodle and wants to well, experience it or practice it themselves? <laughs> Uh, basically, try and error. Oh, try. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, all your excuses are excuses, right. <laughs> and and you you just have to go with it. And if you really want something, and, and something that really ignites you, as long as you could, basically, it could support you physically, and and then go for it. So, uh, there. There isn't any excuse, just like what, what I had. I, I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have right. things handed on my plate. So right. uh, I, I did basically experiment and, and right. don't be afraid to fail because I failed a lot. And right. I had actually uh, was interviewed in, in a TV show years ago wherein I was supposed to hypnotize a client and I, was, I weren't able to do it. Oh, so I, I failed on it. Not, not live TV. Oh, okay. But, uh, it, it wasn't filmed because I, I failed. So, uh, and there were there are times wherein after failing, you were able. I was able to improve myself. I was able to do it to people 
that that are really hard. So uh, because of that, was able to uh, actually have a uh, a show on on uh, an episode on eyewitness wherein I hypnotize on live TV uh, a client who's uh, who has phobia on he has fear of ghosts, dark places, and dead bodies. So within thirty minutes, I was able to have him lock up in a, in a dark place and he was able to overcome it and we were able to go to a morgue and he was able to touch a dead body. So, yeah. Then, uh, although he doesn't want it, but he was able to overcome his fear. Wow! So, there, I can't there, really relate to the person you hypnotized but I'm also really scared of dark places and the idea of ghosts <laughs> I haven't seen at one yet. And, well, yeah, I don't kind of <laughs> Maybe I should book a session. <laughs> but I wouldn't, I wouldn't able to do it if I didn't fail. So the more failure you get, the better you get. Nice, so. nice. Well said. Nice. Thank you. Thank you for that. Wow. Um, sir, Sir Jason, how do we book a session with you? Uh, you could go to my Facebook page, Jason Principe, and you could you could text me. You could send me a message or in Facebook, and you could also text me on on my phone zero nine one seven five six four two five one five zero nine one seven five six four two five one five. There. You know what for that? <laughs> you could go to hypnosisphilippines.com, and and that's my, my website. Nice. Oh. Is there a something that we need to prepare? Is there a requirement for booking the session, or we can just uh, book? Yeah, you can just book, and as long as because now it's everything's online, you, you have to make sure that uh, you would be in a place where you won't be disturbed. Right. So right. as because uh, if you're disturbed often, it's it's hard to do hypnosis. Right. Right. You mentioned at the start of the interview that hypnosis is the last resort. Would you recommend that, like those experiencing, well, realizing that they have mental problems or they're troubling with, they have a trouble with thinking uh, over their trauma or whatever? Do you recommend them going to a psychiatrist first or they can just try out with you already? Yeah, they, they could try out with a hypnotist first, even with just simple stress, even with right, simple right. insomnia. They could try out. And if they're really experiencing basically hallucination or mm-hmm. delusion, they sometimes uh, medication would help them. Or if they're bipolar and they're really on their manic stage or their hyper stage that they can't sit down for five minutes, they might have to take medications because you can't deal with a person that's running around and doing anything. Right, right. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. Oh, thank you for that invitation. Thank you so much. <laughs> Guys, uh, I will send... On the description box, I will link everything on the description box and also 
write down his number, the one that he mentioned earlier. <laughs> so, Sir Jason, thank you very much for being here. It has been a real pleasure and it's real eye-opening to learn about the concept of hypnotherapy. And hopefully, those who will listen to this, they'll realize that, ah, this is a real science and this can possibly help me with my life and all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, guys. So if you're still here, you're still listening, thank you very much. Please don't forget to like, share, uh, like, share follow, subscribe, anything. Just go on and engage with us here on my, on my, channel, my channel on Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you so much. And if you have any questions for me or Mr. Jason Principal, just let us know. It's at Mabuhay Maxima on Instagram and Facebook or you may message Mr. Jason himself. Thank you very much. This is MR Maxima. With me is Mr. Jason Principe and you're watching or listening to Mabuhay Maxima. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye now. Bye.